Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Masada's throw. Roberts, safe. And what can I say? Just dip my heart and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, episode 73. He's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. Of course, we have a lot to talk about today. Here's a quick rundown. Uh, fans in the stands and the impact of bad behavior like we saw over the weekend in Yankee Stadium. Angel Hernandez... I mean, not just the Kyle Schwarber thing. We, the, I mean, Twitter was blowing up all day on Sunday at the strike zone. And I have some specific things I want to say about the strike zone. Then we'll do the state of the Yankees and the Red Sox. And we'll talk about Miguel Cabrera's 3,000 hits. Uh, John, let's start with the fans and the players. You're a Yankee fan. I mean, every stadium has had this problem in the past. So it's not like it's just Yankee fans. Yeah. Uh, just for context, Saturday's game, walk-off by the Yankees. A guy ran into center field wall pretty hard left field wall left field wall and the fans started saying stuff and throwing stuff and it was pretty nasty yeah well first of all i mean very exciting ending to that game i mean the yankees played a great series over the weekend and it's a great way to you know celebrate i mean but seriously you gotta it's tough to watch when you know he hit the first thing i said when he hit the wall i was like damn that dude hit the wall hard like hard you you could see his face in the the slow motion he was kind of like like his face was like he got knocked out almost yeah so i was kind of skeptic that he was actually going to stay in the game but you know apparently you know the fans were dogging on him that he was hurt and miles straw took exception to that and climbed up into the stands they would say into the stands but up the fence but yeah. you don't you don't see that like that's been right. a while since we've seen that where a player has actually went you know it's happened in the Red Sox Yankee series over the years at Fenway and at Yankee Stadium right. but as far as like recently we have not really seen that and i mean that alone is not not a good look as a player you can't do that regardless of what they're saying i mean i know i'm sure there was all sorts of stuff said by the fans to sure. to whatever, but something he said it triggered him that they were dogging on him that he was hurt and he was on the ground. I would have to say there's probably more to it than that. You know, I don't think that exactly triggered it, but you can't go up into the stands. Now that said, what transpired on the walk off afterwards? I mean, talk about a perfect. You know, we say in the news business, the recipe for disaster. Right. Where does the ball go? Now it's like you just got smacked on this with the left hook. Now the ball, the walk off's going to the right. The bleacher creatures, right? right? Who have been sauced up all game and they've been ready to go. And the ball's hit out there. And of course, you know, Oscar Mercado and Miles Straw are jawing in the left field. 
these guys are waiting, and next thing you know, 10 minutes later, well, 10 minutes, five minutes later, whatever, after the, here they are, and now they're ready to go, and they start throwing stuff, which is not what you want to see. And then in the backdrop, honestly, of like the stuff that the Boston Celtics fans said to Kyrie Irving, and then he responded, and 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 there is there probably is a line. What 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 considers crossing it is sort of subject subjective. Right. But my my problem with all of it, I mean, is is basically this: is that the separation between fan and player has never been greater, and a lot of that has to do with. They make so much money, and there's so much risk involved. And like for me, it's so difficult they're to seem bring... like otherworldly almost. They're just, and it's like the the field is like there's this huge force field between right. the field and the and the fans. And that to me is, it's not. It's disappointing. It's sad. Like especially for little kids who want to have some interaction, and that that this will only strengthen that barrier between right. fan and the player. The void will just get bigger. And that's the problem I have. I mean, you can criticize behavior up and down, whatever, and and, and I'm sure it was worse than just teasing him because he was hurt, and, and we don't have to get get into that. But for me, like the, the most frustrating thing about pro sports in a lot of ways is that now players are making $30 million, guy in left field's making hundred grand. I get it. And they feel like they need to get some return on their investment for spending all that money for the game, and they put that energy in one place or the other. Uh, but for me, like I love to be like even the you know like even in left field, like you wait for it to quiet down and you yell at Manny Ramirez and he gives you a little clap back with his glove. That's enough to make somebody's day, right? And 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 now it's just I don't know. I just it it bums me out that people are stupid on both sides. Yeah, when well, you're watching that and it's like you know I've seen a ton of Yankee game celebrations where it's a walk-off and people are throwing beers and stuff, but they're throwing them up in the air, right? That was just like, as John Sterling would say, hooligan stuff, right? Yeah. You don't you don't get to say that too often, that word, but it's it, it's true, though. Like, you're watching that, and I was just actually looking at the monitor up here, and they were showing showing it over again, and, you know, you see, the, like, literally you can see in the background of the bleachers, like, there's kids in Yankee jerseys, like, you know, 10 to 15 years old or whatever, just jumping up and down going crazy, like their team won, yeah. and then you're seeing up in the front from different angles, like, People just like rocketing bottles and stuff at players, and you right. just like that at the, at that point, it just becomes like, look at me, I'm gonna be a jerk, like, well, so- I, or, or I'm gonna try to hit somebody, like, and you can't. I don't care what anybody says, like, oh, you know, you're gonna you're gonna take that lightly, like, no, you can't take that lightly. I was just at my son plays on a youth team, right, uh-huh. and they were doing like wiffle ball, like the beginning of the game, right, like where you hit wiffle balls in the outfield, and it's yeah. all coach oriented and everything. And one kid just kind of got goofy and threw a ball from the side as the kid was gonna hit the ball. He turned as he's hitting and hits him in the eye, and he's in the hospital. His eye is all jacked up. Like, it cut his cornea. It ripped him up. So, like, what happens if you're a $30 million outfielder or whoever? Like, you just can't do that. Right. Like, you could end a player's career, and that's no joke. You could literally end someone's career. So, you know, for me, I go back to – and this is just bear with me for a minute. I know we don't have a ton of time today. But I coach flag football, and it's kids. It's supposed to be fun, and whether it be coaches or parents – Every week, there's somebody who goes over the line. And yep. co- we had a coach yesterday. It wasn't my game. It wasn't even the game my other son was playing. It was one field over, who was argued a bunch of calls, and he actually got kicked out of the game. But he had to stay because they didn't have another coach. And then when they scored to go up, and they ended up killing the team, he was like, like at the other sideline of the ref, he's like touchdown, and he's like making all these Just motions. Awful. And, 
And the thing is, he's got these 14-year-old kids sitting watching there it. watching him, yep. thinking that's okay. And like to me, like modeling, you can say all this psychobabble bullcrap, but the bottom line is kids watch that stuff, and then they think it's okay, or there's some sort of internalizing of some sort of judgment on yep. it. So when you have all these fans, and they're watching Daddy throw a 16-ounce dagger at a right fielder, like that's going to make an impression that Daddy, their hero, thinks that that's okay. Right. Yeah, and it's not, man. I can't. And like, listen, I, I would have to say, you, know, you can really only attribute it to alcohol. I don't think you're, if you're if you're a sober individual, like you're making that decision. Like, well, no I'm good decision. I'm going to fire a right a bottle at the right field. Listen, there's a reason why casinos serve free alcohol. Right? I mean, like you know, it is the ultimate. And now know, we now we go back to the debate: why you got to pay fifteen dollars for a beer? I mean, I guess that's why. Maybe right. you know, slow it down if you can. I don't know. Just smoke weed. I, I think you would have to. I mean, like. Let, Put a smoking section in yeah, there or I something. Don't know. I, you don't but even need to smoke. It's I mean, just it's- like go go back to the youth sport thing. Like I'm just as guilty of it. Like I've I've been watching it and doing it and coaching it, and I've I get I've got, gotten on the umpires. I've seen it. I've seen players kicked out. I've seen parents rage. I've seen it all. Right. I would I want to get an umpire on here and we can interview him or whoever. We should do that. We should. But that said, it goes and you'll see it now. High school sports, you know, the players, they just, in, 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 the, in the youth sports, the older youth sports, the players mimic the players. Right. They get on the other team. They do the dances. They do, you know, the, bat the only toss, thing missing, the smack there's talk. no shopping cart to push in the dugout, right? Right. right. That's mm-hmm. literally the only thing that's missing. You know, they're on the pitcher as he's about to deliver, right before he ends. And sometimes that's even more distracting if you stop screaming right as he's about to deliver, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. But, you know, it's like that is the way society is. But, listen, you can't – there's no there's no condoning that, that stuff at Yankees. I mean, it was terrible. It's well, a bad look. You know, and your two-star players have to come out and tell you to calm down. It's a bad look. Yeah, totally. He's John Seneca. I'm Brian Shackman. This is fan base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. You mentioned umpires, so we might as well just pivot directly to – Angel Hernandez. He was out there for that. Angel Hernandez. <laughs> well, but you know, but you could say you know what you know. Kyle Schwarber's response at the end. I mean, is that bad modeling? I don't know. I tend to really like Kyle Schwarber, yeah. so I have. I a, love him now even more. It was great. But here's the thing that I, I would say. There's two things I want to say, and you can react. One is, everyone's known Angel Hernandez is bad for years. Ever. So why Ever. not? Why not just expect it and swing and swing the bat? Number one, okay, right. you know what you're getting, so just it's just it's, de- like, it's like a youth sports game. Why are you taking? Why are you taking a, a borderline strike? You know, you should be swinging on that anyway. But I mean, listen on the on the the pitch thing, whatever it looked like a ball, but it was still close. It was close, and yeah. I would argue that you know you know who you have, you got to swing. The second thing I would say is that it's not just Angel Hernandez. You know, they're they're expanding the strike zone. I am a hundred percent in favor. Of expanding the strike zone, yeah, and I, I, I honestly want them. I want to get rid of the arm pads too, and I want inside strikes, whatever. The bottom line is, is that I'm, I'm pro. Angel Hernandez is a terrible umpire, right. but I'm pro expanding the strike zone, and I also think the play, the hitters bear some responsibility. You know, this guy stinks. Be prepared. So do do we just you you know what to do? Mm-hmm. And so like I was I w- I was empathetic at one point, and I, I was also I was not. Yeah. Well, so. Again, and everyone knows Angel Hernandez sucks. You know, Chipper Jones started dogging him years ago, and he still dogs him. He must him. have some pictures or somebody or something. He he is like your typical guy that just won't leave. He's that he's like that union employee 
that sits he's the around. guy with the, with the stapler in office space. That's it. Like he's never gonna leave, and now he's like he's become a joke of in himself almost. It's like a caricature. It's like a caricature. But listen, the first thing I thought of with Schwarber, I thought of like was it the movie like Michael Douglas like years ago falling down when he just goes like nuts and he just like right. it just goes crazy. It was like the, the pot had finally boiled over. Right. He, but it was it was like. The dude who stood up on the table was like, just had to say what everyone wanted to say. He's like, you know, you're you're this far outside, right. and you're the left this the far. The strike is up here. Your strike is up here, and you're doing it for them, and they know, it, and you're doing it for us. You do exactly what he was saying. And it was yeah. just like the whole stadium was yeah. just like, I felt like they just, it, it was like a theatrical performance. Yeah, it was like, it was. it was. He got his money's worth, and in a way, you know, that's that's that is kind of what the game needs too, like the old Earl Weaver days, you know. And it's just like you just lose your mind so much. It's just right. like. I got to come out here and just say what everyone needs me to say. It was, I mean, Schwarber, and again, his shorts <laughs> did in Boston. I mean, it was great, though. He, he, yeah, and he's great. I, I just think six it, and a half. What was it? Six, six point four seven inches that uh, Segura got called out on off the plate on one of them. That's insane. That's I a mean, half that, a foot. That's a half. The plate a foot. is seventeen inches. I mean, that's crazy outside. Like, I'm all for expanding the strike zone, but this is like going back, like way back in the day when Maddox would just start at like the black, and edge then he'd be, edge it, then he'd edge be it, seven edge inches right. outside by the eighth inning. Right. And it was like, okay, if you haven't figured it out by the eighth inning, you should be swinging. But this is just, I mean, you, I'll give you two or three inches. But again, these players are so good hitters. Yeah. It's like you know, I say it all the time about Gallo. If we can tra- transition the Yankees and Red Sox state of the game like Gallo's his own worst enemy because he has such a good eye he can't hit anyways right so the strike zone kills him even more right and no it is it is a fascinating topic because I mean I would argue that the best eye I ever saw was David Ortiz and 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 when the umpire strictly called the strike zone, he got walks on stuff that in 2022 were going to definitely be. Strikes. And with technology, it's only going to get worse and more scrutinized. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like you can't you can't watch a baseball game without 120 percent dogging on the umpire at some point. But Andrew Hernandez, I guess, was like 85 percentile, and that I mean, that's terrible, right? I right. guess I don't know what the overall average is, but I would ha- I would guess it's above 95. percent The best tweet I saw was that we're going to find out that like he's a major investor in the robo um company. <laughs> <laughs> but but I w- what I would say is that I'd rather still have human error than robots at, uh, as arms. Oh yes, absolutely. So I I you're going to get complaints. That's the nature of the game. Uh, he's John Seneca. I'm Brian Shackman. This is fan base a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. Quickly tick through uh, the state of the teams. And then we'll get to Miguel Cabrera. Uh, the Red Sox were in Tampa. There's nothing. What I would say about the Red Sox is that there's nothing exciting about the team right now. And it's also like whether you're anti-vaxxer or pro-vax or whatever. This whole situation of Tanner Houck and 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 Toronto. I think and and in general, it's like the the disconnect between the Boston community and this team. Like there's just not a lot of great energy around the Red Sox right now. And I'm not just saying it's because they they have players who can't play in Toronto because they're not vaxxed, but like between that, their anemic offense, and just there's nothing to really get excited about with that team. And 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 maybe it's just April. You know, April can be weird for a lot of teams. Whereas the Yankees. There's a, a couple of grains of things you can really be excited about, to be yeah. honest. I mean, Rizzo got he's got a, five home runs. You Garrett Cole finally pitched decent. I mean, they come out of this month with four or five games over 500. You have to be ecstatic. Yeah, and the Yankees the Yankees pitching has been great. I mean, you you, you can look at Garrett Cole and say he's been a dud up until his last start, but overall the pitching is is outstanding. I think they have the best ERA in the American League, third third best overall in baseball. The bullpen has been lights out, um, so that's good. Obviously, right? You want to keep that going, and if injuries, with barring injuries, guys have their little 
hiccups here and there. But barring injuries, you should roll along. I mean, but listen, you, not, have, you have Stanton batting 200. Yeah, the, the, right. You have Judge games, batting 260, they're and they're winning. winning. Games, and they're hitting, their hitting is not good. They're, they're winning games. Their hitting's middle of the pack. Um, I believe with run scored in, in baseball, but it's their 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 hitting is not good and they're winning games, which is encouraging, like you yes. said. Um, but you you got to figure out um, Gallo. Like I said, I, I I'd be shocked if he was on the team by Mother's Day. So we're we're closing in and like a little over less than that's a month. Your, that's your over that under. Was, that was my over under. Um, I feel like I want to go out on a limb and say like if he if he bats two hundred, I'd shave my head. Um, or if he finishes the season on the team, I'd shave my head. I don't know. I I, I think I, either one's a safe bet. I would I would not. You know, he he sucks, dude. You I don't want to know. say that right now. That you I'm gonna win it. There's no way he's gonna bat 200, and I guarantee he's not on the team by the end of the year. He sucks. I'll shave my head if either happens. Why not? Okay. I mean, it's gonna grow back. So if he's over 200 at the end of the season, you'll yeah. shave your head. Or if he's even on the team, I'll give you double the bets. Yes, if if he finishes the team finishes the season on the team, you shave your head, or he bats two or two hundred. Okay, so yeah. it has to one has to happen the other, no matter what. So if he finishes the team, I'm done. But he's still either or, either or. But what if he finishes on the team and hits over two hundred? Is there a second thing no. you got to do? No, no, no. Neither is going to happen. We both know that. As much as I love the dog on uh, my uh, Jackie Bradley, like this guy is a hundred percent worse. He's awful. I mean, he's literally a guaranteed out. So he got a double over the weekend. Big whoop. Right. Um, I mean, Judge was stale until he doubled his run production over the weekend, too. But still, it's like he's Aaron Judge. You know he's going to hit the ball. Joey Gallo is legit like you think it's a guaranteed out when he's Hey, up. listen, Jackie Bradley is at a healthy 220 right now. Which like for I April, said, the best. For April, for him, that's good. 228, if he's lucky, he'll finish it. Let's that. real quick, let's segue in. You know, obviously, um, Miguel Cabrera. Passes 3,000 hits, and there's a lot of different ways you can slice the pie, right? How many 3,000 hits and 500 home run guys? How many 3,000 hits and 300 hitter guys? I mean, it's, it's still pretty rarefied error, but this sort of caused the both of us to look at, you know, 3,000 hits used to be, for the most part, a, a, yeah. a, a ticket to the Hall of Fame. So, like a week ago, I was looking before, like, all the scuttlebug, and I said, I looked at the list and I said to my kids, I was like, holy cow, Robinson Cano is 2,600 hits. So, like, Think about this. Robinson Cano, like barring the 2020 if he COVID. he had been suspended. He'd be going for 3,000 hits right now. Seriously. I mean, what an idiot. That's really funny. Although I'm sure that, that his performance enhancing use has helped him on a bunch of those hits. So you can argue it's cyclical. But, look, but he's the active leader who hasn't hit 3,000, right? Because you have Pools and Cabrera. And then Cano's number three, right? Cano's right. number three. And the other thing that's crazy about this list, the top three, with Pools being the active leader with 3,308 Pujols has got 681 home runs, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, if you look at his numbers, if you can't tell me and argue for him being, like, the top three right-handed hitters ever in baseball, top five for sure, look at his numbers, dude. And the thing is, Absolutely he's been, insane. He's been so pedestrian, like, the last five years. And you don't you notice it. forget you about it. You don't notice it. But, I mean, his prime years. And, again, like, there's questions over his cleanliness, but never he's gonna been hit, implicated. He's going to hit 700 home you runs. You think he'll get 700? Yes. He hit 38 two years ago. I don't know. I think Wait, no, it was last year. I think he had 38. I don't know. Two years ago. Whatever. But, but let's get, go back to 3,000 hits. He'll get, he'll get 700 with the Cardinals. Joey Votto, who you think is as old as the sun, has 2,000. Right. Nelson Cruz doesn't even have 2,000, and he is old so as that, the let, sun. So let, let, let's ask the question. Do you see anybody, like, 
let's not say Wander Franco's and all that. They're too new, right? Yeah. Do you see anybody doing it of the modern players that are playing right now? The Altuves, the Vados, the Hosmers, the Freemans, the Uptons, the Al- uh, Dude, Elvis Andrews is on this list. You know, he ain't going to do it. He's 33. Well, here's the funny thing. Before you alerted me to the statistics and Robinson Cano, I would have said, sure, these guys are in better shape. They're playing longer. Right. You guys can play into their 40s. But then I look at the list. Right. And then- It's not going to happen. It. I will never say never, but I mean, look at the top 20 and find somebody under the age of 30. So this is talking the top 20. We're talking like 1,400 hits. And up. So you got to play another seven seasons, eight seasons of hitting 200 hits. That's 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 elite hitting. Elite hitting. Everyone loves Trout, right? Right. He's 30 years old with about 1,400 hits, and he's injury prone. And so if he went if he went 10 years and averaged 150, we're talking 1,500 more hits that gets him there. Now Machado's a year younger, same little bit more hits, same thing. Yeah, and so those guys. I think would have a chance. Now, is there anyone above them? Goldschmidt, LeMayhew, Brantley, Hosmer, I'm Freddie Freeman. That Hosmer's on that list. I know, and but I mean, you Freeman, go all the way out. There's nobody on that list nope. above those two guys. Upton's in my opinion, done. Altuve. I mean, there's going to be questions about him, anyways. But he's 32. He has got 17. He could do it. He, he could, could probably he could do it. He could probably do it. He has to. He has to hit his. You know what? Tattoove off. But he makes a he may say he makes it to forty. McCutcheon won't do it. He's thirty five. No, he no. won't do it. Andrews is thirty three. I he, mean, he just won't have the team to play for, unfortunately. Cruz I, won't do it. Votto no. won't do it. Molina, Yadi or Molina's got. If Nelson Cruz does it, I'll shave my back, my hair, everything. <laughs> Stop with the shaving. <laughs> uh, but I would say that to go down that list, I would say I would say that Altuve. And then Machado and Trout yeah. out of the top twenty That's it. have the best chances. And it's a really good a really good point because it, And we're talking we're talking basically next ten years. Next ten years of baseball. Yep. If you if you if you fan that out, that's what we're talking about. I don't know. It's pretty fascinating stuff. And I mean, listen, it's it's not like it won't happen again. No, but it's it's, it's, it's more likely to happen than three hundred game winner. Right, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind about that. That that's gone. I Did just, you know that I, over I, the weekend, Tampa, the, the they're they're like a winning record and like six pitchers and no hit. Well, the, no, they had their first pitch, first starter to get a win. Yeah, the whole season. But that's Tampa baseball, anyways. I mean, even I when know. they had good starters with Glass, now it wasn't hurt. They were doing that, right? You know. All right, man, that's good. I mean, this Angel Hernandez thing is just something to keep watching. I mean, I almost want to. I feel like the ESPN and those guys should start to like. Actually, sort of promote it, kind of like the they next game that he's doing. Live skit on it. It'd they're, be good. They could do a good Andrew Hernandez. <laughs> it would be like Enrico Palazzo from Naked He's so Gun. bad. He's so bad. <laughs> All right, listen. This is fan base. A deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. He's John Santaglow and Brian Shackman. This is episode seventy-three. We will see you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.